1: I really believe it builds synergy week to week of trust amongst units, trust amongst players, and gives you some momentum in your preparation at the end of the week to really get your guys uh, hopefully playing their, their best football on game day.
0: The midseason is definitely a time to keep a focus on developing the fundamentals and the football IQ or awareness as to how those fundamentals are applied within the context of the game. And that is the focus of today's episode. We talk with our guests about how they use competition and accountability to keep their team sharp and what is emphasized in meeting practice periods and drills to accomplish that. We are joined again by Offensive Coordinator of the USFL Michigan Panthers, Eric Marty, Head Coach of Austin Peay University, Scotty Walden, and Head Coach of Audubon University, Tommy Zagorski. They each share an idea on how they are able to keep their team focused and engaged through their meetings and practice periods so that the execution and performance on game day are as sharp as possible. These ideas when implemented can provide great value to your team here in the mid-season. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like Video Pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 Or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. First up is USFL Michigan Panthers offensive coordinator Eric Marty. In addition to being an OC at every level, Coach Marty was a successful junior college head coach. The idea he shares today certainly has power with an individual unit, but as he points out, it will really serve the team well if it is done as a collective. Here is his idea on a weekly video quiz and why it is useful.
1: So what I really like to do, and you can do it as a coordinator, you can also do it as a head coach. If the head coach is behind, it's optimal, but it's just a video quiz the day before the game. And what you do is, ideally you have your whole team in there and you got five or six critical questions on offense. You got five or six critical questions on defense and a couple on special teams. And, you know, you pull the video clip up and you start with what, whichever player, maybe it's, maybe it's your backup quarterback. And you say, uh, Hey, Johnny against this team, what's their top pressure and who's the indicator and the clip pauses and, and he has an opportunity in front of the whole team to answer the question and show everybody how prepared he is. And, and so it's a great chance to, to quiz backups. It's a, a great chance to quiz starters on things that are new ads or absolute must. O-line on third and nine plus, we know this team loves to do what and you ask your left tackle and hopefully he says run games or E.T. Uh, stunts or whatever it may be. And, then you show the video clip to reinforce it, and the same thing goes defensively. Hey, third and one, what's their what's their favorite play? Oh, it's inside zone slice. But I think the real value of it is especially when you sit your entire team down and you roll through it and everybody, one, you get to address the things that are critical factors in the game and make sure you hammer those home. But more than anything, it gives the offense who hasn't been with the defense most of the week and and vice versa a chance to hear how prepared their teammates are for the football game, how locked in, how dialed in, how well you know this opponent. And I really believe it builds a synergy week to week of trust amongst units, trust amongst players, and gives you some momentum in your preparation at the end of the week to really get your guys uh, hopefully playing their, their best football on game day.
0: Next, we talk with head coach at Austin P University, Scotty Walden. He talked with us about competitive drills he uses throughout the year called FTB, or for the brand. Today, he shares how he progresses FTB as the season moves on and how FTB continues to provide his team the juice they need to have focused practices that lead to better performance on game day.
3: You know, kind of going back, we, we continue that FTB drill during, you know, week to week, but we may switch up, you know, what the drill is. That always sets the tone for practice, man. I'm just a big believer in, you know, setting the tone for practice. That uh, You know, like two, on Tuesdays for us, we call that Blue Collar Tuesday and Wednesday is situational Wednesday. And so, but what we do, you know, for those drills, like, you know, setting up, we might do like, for instance, on, you know, the FTB fearless drill, right. Where we're doing one-on-ones. Well, we may on a situational day, you know, have a red zone one-on-one, you know, as opposed to doing a one-on-one in the open field. And so, you know, in addition to that, you know, anything that we do starts getting geared towards situations. So, something that you know we struggled with the week before after that ftb drill when we we always do a team period after ftb that that's what i like to think of in my mind as a team emphasis drill so that team emphasis might be last week we struggled with blitz well we're going to do a team blitz period at that point you know last week we struggled to stop the run that's going to be a team run period at that point Uh, last week we struggled with scoring in the red zone well we're going to steal an extra red zone period so i always like to reserve that team period for an emphasis and you know I'm a little different in this I'm a big good on good guy you know I know some guys like to go ones versus twos during the season and we will do that at times don't get me wrong but if if you cut me open I'm probably much more good on good And, and I like to do that early in practice right after FTB because it sets the tone and I'm not looking for schematics you know like I'm not looking for us to you know scheme each other I'm looking for the effort and the speed of the game to make sure we're staying fresh and playing fast. And this is not something where we rep our starters, you know, 10, 12 plays. You know, it's usually between, you know, a five to to six play deal. But it's going to be gear specific to something we have to get better at. And it's going to be good on good so we are still getting speed of the game. Because at that point, those guys got so many reps under their belt. You know, I just want to make sure they stay fresh and stay fast. And uh, just getting that quick, boom, five to six play rack you know, I think really does, does a, a, a great job for them keeping up the speed of the game on a Tuesday, Wednesday, because the rest of the day, not that they're not going to practice fast, but they're going to be installing the game plan, you know, working with the developmental squad, and you're not getting as many full-speed looks as you would get against the number one offense or the number one defense. So I would say varying up those FTB drills and then uh, making sure, we're, you know, we, we get some good on good work, you know, right after FTB.
0: I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective, so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion, Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's gray cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention coaching coordinator podcast, or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. We finish with Tommy Zagorski, who is in his first year as the head coach at Otterbein University after serving as an offensive coordinator and offensive line coach at the D1 level. He shares how they continue to develop fundamentals and are sure to bring those into the context of the game and situations.
2: Absolutely. I think the biggest thing, it starts with what our fundamentals look like. Are you, do you have, does every one of our coaches have EDBs, you know, everyday drills, everyone talks about them, but what is the premise of those? What's the purpose of them? You know, I just I got done meeting with one of our coaches this morning. I meet with every one of our coaches during this time at the end of July and ask them, "What are your EDDs? What is the purpose of them, and how are they going to allow us to be better in your position group and maximize what mom, dad, and God gave these guys?" And I think that's really important to be able to do that throughout the process. Also, while doing that, it's you know, affording into what we alluded to a little bit earlier is that we utilize those periods where we have situational football where guys are still competing. And I think that's the biggest thing that you have to have the ability to be able to do. You have to find that balance between how competitive is your practice and how competitive does it translate to what Saturdays look like for you. And having those ability to do those situational footballs where you have almost like a situational football tournament, you have the ability to do that. We got on Thursdays, we shut our guys, you know, we shut our guys' system down um, when we we go through what we call the No Sweat Thursday. It's really a metal Thursday. We use AATC, Alignment, Assignment, Technique, and Communication. I didn't invent it; I stole it from somebody down the road, and I'm not sure who the original author was, so I don't want to give him credit and get someone upset. But I say on and then Friday, what we do is we juice our guys up, and what we do is we start off, and this is where I stole this. You know, the best Friday in football, whatever it may be. I've never been in the the hallowed halls of the Woody on a Friday, but you know, we have our guys come out. They play dodgeball. They play this U ball, which is like a basketball game on these like short hoops where they don't have to dribble. Just whatever it can be to get our guys communicating, sweating, and get those competitive juices rolling. Um, we do that so that when we come in on Friday, that Fast Friday, you know, it's not the first 20 minutes of it, It's slow. Our guys are already sweating. They've lifted. They're, they're ready to go. They get into it. They get their bodies right, and they're ready to go compete on Saturday. So I think those are a couple things that are core to who our identity is. And it's also fun. It's enjoyable. I think that's the other thing that sometimes we omit is all of us got into this sport because it was fun. Like, nobody just started playing football because they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. You started playing because there was some part of you that thought, man, this could be fun. I could be really great in this. I'm going to play in the greatest team sport that's ever been created, where I'm going to go execute something where it takes 21 other people to make sure we get it done the right way. And I think that's really important for our players to understand, our coaches to understand, and our players as they're going forward with it. So making sure that we stay on those fundamentals, make sure we stay on that. And also enjoy it through that process.
0: I want to dig back into one of the things you said there. And it's something I think I kept evolving into as I developed as a coach and I went through my career was making sure that everything we did, whether I was coaching a position, whether it was the unit, that it had context tied to it. we always play the game. In you know, the context of of time, space where the ball is on the field and score differential, right, that that's an important part of it. And you mentioned your everyday drills and finding and making sure that there's some situational aspect to it. Could you give us an example of that?
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, I think the biggest thing is when you're talking about your everyday drills, if you're looking at a D-line perspective, what is your, you know, your tree of hand violence looks like? What is your ability and how it correlates to how you're going to work your different stunt games and different things that you're going to do? I think that's important to have those every single day. If you don't rep them, you're not going to get better at them. And I think that's one of the things that I think is really, really, you know, intrinsically important in whatever sport you do. You think about the analogy of a basketball player. No basketball player ever walks into the gym and doesn't take a shot. Why would any defensive lineman walk onto a football field and not use his hands, not work his stunt footwork, not work the ability to go rush the passer? These are things that have to be done every single day um, that cultivate explosiveness and also confidence in your abilities to be able to do it. You know, what is it? What does your eyes look like? How do we match up? If you're a DB, is it really important that every single day we make sure, you know, we've got a, a period where we're communicating and we're, we're pattern matching? And I say by pattern matching, it's not just about the coverage. It's about having the ability to look at what those what different routes look like and how's your ability to communicate through it, talk through it, see it, get those reps that you want to have. I think that's really important, you know, in that standpoint. Offensively, you're a running back. How do you expect your running backs to block, run block, or have the ability to pass protect, rather, if they're not doing it in practice every single day? Like, there has to be some kind of correlation that goes with it. And if you're a team that has a guy that your back never is in the protection, he's always getting out, well, then don't waste his time doing stuff that he's not going to have, have to do on Saturday. Like, utilize them. If you've got tight ends that are going to go block people and get people out of the C gap and D gap and go own that thing, you got you you better get them on a sled. You better get them move, moving people every single day. Because if you're not, guess what? You can't get upset at those guys when they can't go do it against somebody that's working their craft every single day. So I think that's really important as we as we look at it and being able to do that. You know, from an offensive line perspective, you know what's that blitz period look like for you and how are guys communicating passing things off? You know, you know everyone talks about the twist game. Everyone talks about these different things. It's repetition, it's repetition, it's repetition. I mean, you know it better than anybody. I mean, it's a, you know, your are plays shortstop. His relationship with the second baseman has to be incredible with his respective team. Whatever it is that comes through those repetitions that you have on a daily basis so that you have the ability to go work that and have the, you know, fortitude to go execute it on a Saturday.
0: Often, we look to schemes and wrinkles as a way to enhance the performance of our teams. Those certainly can help but also focusing on how we do things day to day in our meetings and practices can serve our teams well because they're done intentionally and can result in the continuous improvement we are all looking for during the season. So think about what wrinkles you can add to your practices, to your meetings, to individual drills that are going to keep your team engaged and focused and moving forward through the season. We'll keep bringing you timely ideas throughout the season. Good luck as you prepare for this next weekend.